0: everybody welcome to this episode of may i interrupt an irreverent program have we started already we're starting we're oh, taping okay. Oh. okay should we try that again no, no we're no. good no, we're, we're good we're broadcasting here from the american academy of optometry where we're interviewing very interesting people in the area of contact lenses and eye care jason Jedlika, my partner in
1: crime how are you today i'm doing fantastic yeah? Craig. are you enjoying the academy i'm enjoying it very much it's great being here and the the exhibit hall looks great lots of people here
0: right it's good times i would just like to mention before we get started our thanks for oculus usa for sponsoring our um, broadcast and in fact Dr. Jedlicka would like to talk to you about the merchandise, the merch, as he likes to say, that is available uh, related to this.
1: I see my persistence is, wear, is wearing you down, it Craig. Is. It Excellent. Is. So yes, we have, may I interrupt, water bottles, golf balls, and with any luck soon, bobblehead dolls. So if you are interested in having one of these fine water bottles, or perhaps some golf balls to hit in the water, um, Contact Oculus. Beg, plead, ask for some. I'm sure they'll be happy to set you up.
0: Do You know what they're going to look like? It's going to be.
1: <laughs> is that what it's going to look yeah, like? Well, I'll cool. be. No, but I'll be a lot lower than you. So. It'll
0: be a little bit of this. I a see little TJ bit of this. like looking at his watch. We better get we were, busy, otherwise Andy's going to We're practicing
1: being awesome. bobbleheads. Right.
0: So. Well, he is. We're, we're 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 working on that. It'll take a little while. Anyways, we want to jump right into today's guest. Come on over here. Dr. Andy Morgenstern.
2: Andy, how are how you, man? Good, 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 good Come in and join us. All right. Feel like Thank you for being here. I'm in the room, I'm in the, uh, may you I You are,
1: in the studios officially now.
2: All right. So
0: how's the academy going for you?
2: Oh, I think this is, uh, I think it's great. Um, classes are really good. Um, the floor down here is, uh, looks great. Lots of companies out here. It's, uh, it's nice to be back, you know, and it's, uh, whether it's the Academy or really any other meeting, I think it's like a really refreshing thing to yeah. see uh, people starting to kind of come out of the caves a little bit. I
0: have to agree, after being very conservative the last year and a half, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, that, man, I had pent up energy over the last two weeks knowing I was coming here. Coming I Get here. a chance to see everybody. Yeah. Yeah. None of this kind of virtual thumbs up. You can actually, you know, shake some hands and hug and maybe have a brewski or something with people along the
2: education. Look, if you guys are buying, let's uh, I don't see any on the uh, table over here. So. Yeah, we are okay. not yet. No. Craig was I, yesterday, but, a a uh, I, we don't have any liquid merch. I think, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, no
1: liquid merch. I had to cut Craig does. off. He was drinking wine yesterday during the show. He, and, he, he, uh, I, I it I got was. ugly, so I had to Is cut her right? off. Yeah,
0: I, I was that. Uh, I'm not wearing white today purposely because, uh, <laughs> because of that. Yeah. So, so, Andy. I know a lot about your history. Yeah, sure. Jason knows a lot about your history. Why don't you fill in our
2: audience? Sure. The Um, mini version of your story. Mini version of my history. I graduated from, uh, well, we're in Boston right now. Mm -hmm. And I could not be happier to be in the city because I went to college here at Boston University. Um, And so really happy to be back in this town. It's it's amazing. College down at Nova Southeastern University, College of Optometry. And uh, then, you know, I I cut my teeth in refractive surgery. When refractive surgery, laser vision correction was really kind of... Um, hitting the streets. Um, I worked with a couple of groups, um, eventually with uh, TLC laser eye centers. And then one of our surgeons over there uh, brought um, cross-linking over from Europe to the United States, named Roy Rubinfeld. one of the surgeons that brought it over. And uh, I ended up being his principal investigator for the corneal cross-linking studies. And I started to really learn how to, um, to work as a PI, to write studies, all that kind of stuff. And really get into the nitty-gritty of uh, stuff outside the exam room sometimes and that led me to uh, start working um, as a contractor with uh, with the United States government and so we do some research over there and uh, on, a, on um, acute eye trauma and uh, traumatic brain injury and I see patients in the clinic as well um, and all of that research work I think uh, just you know writing papers and stuff uh, led me to start working with uh, somebody that I think both of you guys know, knew pretty well. Uh, unfortunately, she passed away. Her name's Beth Kneib, and she was the director for the Evidence-Based Optometry Group over at uh, the American Optometric Association. She unfortunately passed away a few years ago, and, um, and you know they asked me to step into her role to help uh, the group, the Evidence-Based Optometry Group, write these great cl- clinical practice guidelines and clinical reports, and so I'm doing that as well, too. So I'm keeping busy. Um, but you know, I think it's a testament to. Look, you've done stuff outside of the regular exam room and the, the opticianry world. You've done stuff outside of the, obviously outside of the exam room with uh, with Zenlens and everything, and doing some really great developmental stuff. And um, I think it's, I think it's a great message to kind of send to all of our colleagues out there. Is as the whole medical, um, the face of medicine and optometry and opticianry changes that there's great opportunities out there. Yeah, you just have to make yourself available to them and see what's in front of your face. So yeah, that's the, my history.
1: The diversity that doing those outside things, I mean, it it, it keeps you fresh for clinic, I think. You know, it, it brings a, a, a different intellectual challenge to your life so that you yeah. can stay out of the rut, if you will. I always
0: figured that the outside things yeah, made you a better clinician right? for sure. because oh, they're yeah. just rubbing shoulders and learning things from each other. And Except you'd never get now. that chance if you're working alone in an uh,
2: Not at all. You know, for me, you know, for me, I, you know, I, I love going to Nova. I love my education. I thought it was great. But one of the things that I didn't necessarily do as much as I do now was really critically read evidence based papers and really understand the literature um, but under, but really learning how to read it properly and how to kind of um, distill out the really important information and also to identify what stuff is not that great. You know, yeah. Just because it's a paper doesn't mean yes. it's a great paper. Agreed. Just because somebody was in a journal doesn't mean it's the, the end-all, be-all. And so one of the things that has really helped my cl- career in the clinic is really to be able to critically read um journal articles and papers and reviews and all that stuff and take that and then apply it to my clinical practice right
0: right so um on an average week do you see patients a sure. days yeah. a week yeah or? i do
2: yep um so i'm seeing patients and it's uh it's great so i'm seeing them at the optometry service at, at walter reed right. as a volunteer technically right. um and um you know these are some of the the most deserving folks out there oh, for yeah. care. Yeah. You know, it's really uh, um, it's cliched, but you know these are our best that we have from yeah. the country, no, and no. It's, they it's and their terrific. families deserve it. And it's uh, they're they're a wonderful community, and they're they're a um, they're so thankful, and uh, we just we provide some high quality care. care, and really the folks that are. Um, in the trenches. I don't wear a uniform. I'm a government contractor. I'm a volunteer. But these folks that wear the uniform and doing this day in and day out. They're really uh, doing a a bang up job regardless of what other people in the uh, uh, media may or may not be saying. So,
0: I don't don't know if you knew or didn't know, So I'm I'm a veteran from the Vietnam days, right? Mm -hmm. And and now I have to go once a year to the VA, (laughs) right, to be part of the system. Sure, yeah. And man, every time I walk out of there, I think to myself, I am one lucky guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because what you see around you, you know, my peers, my yeah. age peers, and stuff, these veterans, and it's like, wow, you know. So, the people that work with veterans, the people that work, and of course at Walter Reed, it's not veterans; it's active duty as, as yeah, well. well we, right? we get a lot of get
2: veterans. Yeah. We we do get veterans. We do get retirees. We do get uh, active duty folks, obviously independence right. and 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 some others that you right. know uh, that have to come through the system. Yeah. You know, there's a whole variety of those folks. Yeah. But you know, um, speaking as a veteran, I think it's really important um, to really for those of you who haven't had an externship at a VA or a residency at a VA. You know, the the Department of Veteran Affairs holds over 50% of all of the residencies within the profession of optometry. Um, And so the Department of Veterans Affairs really trains a lot of us and it's a a great experience. They're working really hard. Um, And I think it's really important that optometry, for those of you who don't know a lot about the VA, I think it's, you know, ask some of your peers that have worked as on a rotation there or Mm Um, worked uh, in a residency because the experience is incredible. Anybody that has done had, had that experience will tell you how incredible it is, and really how educational it is. And, and we should really be thankful that we have the VA to house all of these residency programs within our profession because it really helps us expand the profession a lot.
1: Yeah. So. And and um, can you talk a little bit about like the optometric research that's going on within our? va or medical or military system the service again uh i think there's probably more that goes on than we recognize
2: yeah there's so much more and so what i would so we're here at the academy here's a perfect you know perfect segue right yeah perfect opportunity that everybody in this meeting should walk what is it 100 steps over that away to that poster session over there and you'll see i mean i i just went through pretty recently and there's tons of research papers that are that are posted over there high quality um uh, really good stuff that's making a difference. And, um, you know, some of it could be theoretical, some of it could be directly clinical, um, but it's, you know, the research within, I would say, the government eye care system, and when I say that, I mean, you know, the active duty folks versus the, the Veterans Affairs folks. Um, there's just tons of research going on for good reason because it makes a difference, you know, and it's, uh, it elevates um, the quality of care, but it also, you know, we have to realize that these, these I want to say kids, it's a bad because I'm, you know, we're all a bunch of old parts sitting around here talking. Um, Some you know, older these, than others, <laughs> but yes. Right. You know, these kids that are coming through this program, these programs, they have to learn also. And um, they have that great opportunity to learn. You know, doing research, I learned a lot over time by watching it happen, being part of it, you know, developing papers and stuff like that. Doing research isn't just about making a poster that you put with push pins into a wall. It's not just about making a paper. It's the process of doing it. It's understanding um, and learning about different populations of people and how they act or react to a certain treatment or lack of a certain treatment. Mm -hmm. And understanding all that and understanding the process that you have to go through for a study makes you think on a different level, especially when you're sitting down with your. Patient, I'll give you a four example. Um, you know, when you're looking at prevalence and incidence of a disease, let's say. Um, well, let's talk about. Let's let's put it in Jason's world of um, of, of the contact lenses that he developed, the Zen lenses, and um, you know those are functioning for a disease. Well, you probably would never have gotten into the development process of the contact lens if you didn't think or know how big of a problem that we were dealing with. So understanding prevalence and incidence of a disease of a certain population, which is all stuff that you learned through this process of doing research, helps you to come up with ideas that are not only applicable, but they're also relevant to patient care and will make a difference. And so it really all research, Maybe research, but research turns into clinic changes and positive changes in clinical behavior.
1: Well, and it ties back to how we started a lot of this, which was talking about evidence-based optometry. Right, where does the evidence come from? It comes right. from the research that yeah, proves absolutely. things are done a certain way. So, so doing research, I think, again, yeah. it, it helps you see that. You make clinical decisions based on evidence, not based upon just right. how I feel like prescribing or managing today. And, of course, being at a teaching institution, I have, to, I have to bring that approach. Whether I would practice a certain way in practice or not, teaching students, I can't just say, well, this is how you should do it right. because right. it's what I think. No, right. no, no. This is how we do it because we've taken measurements and we've... Proven that this is the best approach, given the evidence we've absolutely, and then you can actually have a a real discussion about your outcomes. Absolutely,
2: and at the end of the day, what do patients want? Patients want to know. Patients go to doctors so they can get better. Yeah, right. And so they want to know the numbers, and especially when you have a serious condition, patients want to know. You know, what are my chances of improving, or what are my chances of getting worse? Yes, and understanding the data. Is the only way to do to give a to give a proper, correct answer to that patient. You know, it also tells us um, how to sh- how to sh- stratify and um, you know our our management and plans of all these conditions. What's the what's the most important thing that we have to take care of? How high of a priority is it? And what what methods am I going to use to get to the finish line for these folks? Sure. And so that's how research works. So it's really applicable. Going back to your point, the VA provides a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Um, in terms of optometric research and residency sure. programs and they do great work for right. these kids uh, you know for the for these patients and and they're they're very deserving yeah. obviously
0: so andy as we start to wrap things up here i do have one last question uh, and this is regarding the international care to academy right? yep and i know you've been active in that since its inception yep and so can you give us the short version of what's going on there? Sure. With
2: so Barry Barry Iden and I founded the International Keratoconus Academy purely for the reason that we wanted to elevate the education level for both doctor and patient of the identification, treatment, and management of keratoconus. Mm-hmm. And um, because, quite frankly, it was all over the place. Now, I know this is sponsored by Oculus, right? Mm-hmm. Um, i love and this is my personal opinion and i'm as you guys know I, you know unless you're paying me something that i don't know about i have, can any, have another golf right ball. I you got a golf, golf ball right um you know i have no financial interest in saying this whatsoever that oculus pentacam machine is my favorite device to work with keratoconus patients because it helps me identify front surface curvature changes elevation changes and more importantly those early posterior curvature elevation changes on the back side of the cornea and um But a lot of people in optometry in the way backs didn't understand the impact that the backside of the cornea had on um, the identification and early intervention of the disease. Now that we have corneal cross-linking, well, now we have a treatment method. So for us, it was really important to help optometrists, ophthalmologists, opticians, anybody in the eye care field, and patients, you know, ultimately patients Mm -hmm. are the most important part of the whole puzzle, to understand the disease and to identify how to best manage and treat these folks yeah. to so we can identify early because the earlier we identify, the better. And if we can use techniques like corneal crosslinking now, we can stop it from getting worse early in the disease hot process and preserve vision. Yeah, and that's that's the whole game of the International Keratoconus Academy. Yeah. Ultimately, at the end of the day, how do we help the patient?
1: And well, so, and the, the patient's yeah. benefit when their doctors are better educated. Absolutely. Right. And, and as somebody who's been a I don't know what you want to call it, a follower or, you know, subscribed to the, the IKA email link right, for the right. last, since yeah. the beginning. I mean, I've learned so much from True. the knowledge sharing that goes on among yep. the experts who are involved. Right. So if, if somebody out there says, you know, I, I really enjoy working with Keratoconus, but I don't know anything about IKA or I'm not part, yeah, can I get it? How do I, Can you tell them how they could yeah, get sure. involved uh, with thank that? Thank you very much yeah. for that.
2: Great segue. Um, keratoconusacademy.com, keratoconusacademy.com. <laughs> um It's free membership, um, and um, we're very happy to have some sponsors that help us out along the way to keep the website running yes. and, um, and help us pump out some educational materials, mm-hmm. And uh, but really it creates a forum by which uh, docs can talk to each other, and uh, quite frankly, you know, there are plenty of patient facing Facebook pages and Twitter right. feeds and all this stuff out there. Yeah. When somebody's got a problem, we love getting on there and communicating with these patients to, hey, go to your doctor, ask them to do this test. Hey, right. you know, um, that, that, that rigid gas permeable contact lens isn't working for you, maybe you might want to try a Zen lens or, mm-hmm. or something like that. Or talk to your doctor about different options, uh, about different scleral materials, different lenses, different shapes, designs, all this stuff. Uh, maybe maybe he can help you out. And so. Um, you know, all of us in the group have been, um, you know, fulfilled professionally yeah, um, by t- being able to take care of people over yeah. the years. And, you know, it's a little bit of, uh, it's everybody's got that time in their life where you gotta get back. You yeah. guys do it, you of guys course. do it. Yeah. And uh, so we want to, that educational level, we want to help Perfect. out with. It's so, a, It's
1: a great uh, association to be sure. Right. Again, just the, the sharing of knowledge, the sharing of experience among right. people who live their lives Revolving around keratoconus is phenomenal. Yeah,
2: because it's a it's a big bad and ugly disease. It's it out there. Yeah.
1: So guys, we there.
0: we need to wrap this up for today. Great. Thank you. Andy has to get going out here. Andy, that yeah. he forgot about it. <laughs> right? but yeah. uh, You know that we want to thank you so much for participating in this. time. I guess. I got a I got a tea time, guess, right, right, got a, a tea time right there. <laughs> right. That is really great. Uh, for those of you uh, watching, Dr. Andy Mer- Morgenstern. Morganster. Phenomenal. Uh, Discussion with him uh this afternoon. This is may I interrupt? Uh we are broadcasting live from the American Academy of Optometry. We thank Oculus for their support and really thank you for taking your time to watch and to listen. Andy, thank you very much. Thanks so much guys. Jason, thanks so Appreciate much it. Thanks, Craig. Yep, great, great seeing to see you guys.
2: Good to see you.
0: Thank you, everybody.